starts to sing your safe job, you are safe. Your safe child, you are Howdy friends, welcome to the Hobo Safe Camp Virtual Campfire. My name is Mark, I'll be your camp host for the evening. I'm so glad you found us. Tonight's episode of the Virtual Campfire originally aired on August 3rd, 2016, and it featured my good friend Angie. Uh, you may know her from Instagram as Between Blue Worlds. She was also on Open Lines with Holly and Mark a couple weeks ago, so go back and give that a listen. Um, however... On August 3rd, 2016, Angie was working under the pseudonym Talitha Ponya, and she was working a lot with fairies, and um, I bet this is going to be a trip for her to go back and listen to. Uh, we're going to talk a lot in this episode of the Virtual Campfire about Periscope and the website she was working on then, and all which I believe have changed. In fact, I don't think anybody's using Periscope anymore, but man, it sure did kickstart a lot of great conversations a couple years ago but go to her Instagram page at between blue worlds and catch up on what she's doing now uh, before I get started though I just want to remind you all that I'll be back here tomorrow right here uh, in the morning Monday morning for the Monday mixtape if you happen to be on your way to work or getting ready for work or just bumming around the house or maybe at work think about tuning in I broadcast live every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific uh, or if you can't listen in the morning, you can always listen to it at any time. Maybe on your drive home from work. Just go to uh, artbellisdead.com to do that. Uh, also, be sure to tune in to Open Lines with Holly and Mark on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific. We've had some pretty amazing guests, and I don't anticipate that changing. And if you'd like to be a guest on Open Lines, drop me a quick message on Instagram at artbellisdead, and let's make that happen. We want to hear your voice. All right, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time up front here because... It's a pretty long podcast episode, so let's just jump right to it. From the shimmering world of the Fae to your beautiful human ears, across time and space to the here and now, through the glowing, vibrating thread that binds us all together, broadcast through an online tin can telephone across the ethers, Ms. Talitha Aponia. Ramble on. I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all along. 
I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all alone. Ain't got no one to love me. No place to call my home. Uh, you've got a ton of shit going on right now. <laughs> I do. You've got this website with, like... <laughs> I don't know. It was like, overwhelming to me. There's so much going on there. So well, I, why don't you well, – I want to hear it from you. What What is going on? What is what, uh, this this geyser of Talitha Ponya that's <laughs> happening right now? It It's – oh, my – okay. So what happened is I don't know what the fuck is going on. So I allowed myself – for the first time since I was very young to actually actively channel my higher self and my inner everythings and my outer everythings and my galactic everythings and lean into it after getting a burn hard um, in what I thought was going to be like my life dream. So I had my rebellious nature being raised without religion was to go ahead and lean hard and try to be Catholic and okay. I did that recently and lasted six months in the church. Let's let's so. go back for a minute. Let's go back for a minute. Yeah. So right before you made this change to try to be Catholic, we'll, we'll talk about your story later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, how, how many hours did you have? <laughs> you can talk as long as you want to talk. We're just doing this year, right? Or yeah. Are we doing all let's the just, years? Let's just go back to right before your switch to uh, try and – trying to be yeah. catholic what were you what was going on then like you're you're it was pretty much like you are now uh maybe a you know yeah. not a quite Unless... evolved version of it you know yeah who you are now but like so what like so i mean explain like what that change was because it was kind of like having to make like was it like having to make a night and day change so the complete change in lifestyle or did it kind of fit along with your life philosophy anyway you know i think for me, it felt very gradual. And now, you know, that hindsight 2020 thing, you with social media and everything, you forget that you're portraying, you know, one picture of your life a day, maybe three or four tops. And so for me, I had this gradual, I had this, um, this inner child part of me that needed to be addressed that had wanted so badly to go to Sunday school with all the other kids. It was just like in there, I remember like the kids on the playground talking about it. And I'd always had that. And then um, with my fiance's family, they were Catholic. I was really drawn to the aesthetic of the Catholic Church, the history, um, and I leaned in hard. I studied everything I could get my hands on. I. You kind of went all in. You were I ready. Went, you were I doing went, it. I went all in, and that's the only way. So what I was told was, we believe this. So I said, okay, if we believe this, we do this. Mm -hmm. And they all went, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't do this. Right. We, just, we just believe this. Right, right. <laughs> I go in, oh, what? <laughs> and so my relationship with them ended somewhere around, um, I think, my last conversation with a priest. He said, well, this is the law. And I said, well, no, it's not. I mean, it is in the sense that they're both made up. And that was about the end of our conversation. <laughs> and so, and I, I am a literal kind of person and so right. that didn't go over well so you so wanted I, to be you wanted to be i wanted to be in the club you wanted you know? to do Everybody it yeah and then, the and then you got there and it really wasn't a club no. <laughs> they said Everybody it was hates each other it was 
the most amazing thing was, and thank you for giving me a platform for saying this, because no, I haven't talked about this before. Oh. When I had a Christian account, I used to get daily messages from men asking me, like, you know, sexting or whatever, and, like, really aggressive sexual messages. And as soon as I switched back to doing tarot and really being myself, it stopped. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah very. very. And now I'm scary. So. Oh yeah, well, you know it was. It's kind of. I kind of thought the opposite of it. <laughs> <laughs> now she's not scary. Yeah. yeah. What um? Were you getting like when you because you you did kind of change your um like your social media? You I mean yeah. like you said you went all in. That was who you I, were. I, I thought that if we believed something, we believed it. But right. And so so were you getting like hate mail? I guess. Um, at the same time? No. No. I had a lot of people stop following me, which is totally understandable. Um, and I had a lot of, like, I got some messages because I still swear and stuff. I mean, there was only right. so much you can change. Right. And I got, like, men, older men telling me what I should be doing on my site, which I had never had before. And I didn't really know how to interact with, like, in that context. And I realized what I did was I was like, oh, okay, how do I respond to this biblically? And I was like, oh, I'm not responding to this biblically. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. Because all the advice was you just smile and nod, essentially. Right. And do it. Right. Um, and it was so it was very interesting. I mean, it wasn't because the messages I, I was getting um, from men were very like, um, are you married? Or where do you live? Like, not a hi, not a anything. And I don't get that, typically. Right. And I've, I've been a social media whore for so long. I mean, I really know the patterns pretty well. That's strange. So, that. Wonder, that what do you think it is? Thing. I think it's a, you're advertising that you're a submissive female. Oh, I'm yeah. not going to say anything. <laughs> and so that's when they, they come I'm totally you. non-threatening. Don't worry. You don't yeah. have to worry about me. Yeah, but you I mean, I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> Isn't it? It's weird. Yeah. It was the weirdest. Like I said, I haven't brought this up before. I haven't really thought about talking about it anywhere, but it was the weirdest part, I think. Huh. I mean, it wasn't the weirdest part. My head was the weirdest part. Right. Of life. You know. So was, what was going yeah. on? Were you like struggling like daily with oh, like yeah. with like going um, like the actually believing or? <laughs> well, I had never had guilt before, so I knew um, the energy and resonance I'd always known as Jesus. You know, growing up outside of church, so like I had like the very energetic kind of new age like relationship with like the literal, like a person that would do these things, mm -hmm. you know, like a person that would be that kind, a person that would go against the flow that much, you know? And if you think about the context and we're in and where he was living and, you know, ultimately what he suffered for it, it's, it's a lot, you know, just to be nice. Right. So like, you know, that was the relationship I had to go into this new. And I've since found a lot of people that feel this way as you, take on this separate spirit of condemna condemnation and so i never growing up with that felt guilt for the first time in my life for who i was naturally right that's a fucking shit you know, <laughs> right there yeah yeah how do you deal with that <laughs> you cry for like months is all i can really figure out i mean just because just because you know how what, what, what they're telling you you're supposed to be like but you're just not naturally you're that just way. not you yeah. just can't and and your thoughts aren't safe like it and it, it's i will you know I, i'm gonna try and pick how many groups i'm gonna piss off in this but you know i with the positive thought thing i leaned into that right afterwards the hardcore positive thought 
and that that was a great bridge because both of them disallow you know it's like you're not allowed to think that way like your mind start wandering and you have to stop yourself because that's bad and that's going to create bad so you have to stop and you have to go back and you have to think your good thoughts or you know pray or whatever it right. is drop down into whatever subservience to not your own thoughts you can get into right and so that was brand new for me because i had always i had grown up really comfortable with like i don't know how else to say it, like fantasizing darkly right you know like i never saw a problem with like hey i'm mad at that person i'll just visualize killing them for a while till i feel better right and, and as yeah. you're as, right and as you're going through this and you're it's just coming to you new where are you were you suddenly having like guilt from how you were your oh. whole life up to this point and now you're like everything. dealing with everything your whole past everything so every yeah every little thing you've done and then it's you can't change it and they're like oh go to confession and you're like what <laughs> and like i tried to get that explained to me and it was like the most like you know when you just stop talking to like the little like the nice little ladies are trying to explain it to you uh -huh. and you're like uh, now I feel like a dick in like eight directions and I don't want to like make you doubt it at this point. Cause you're like almost there and like, right. <laughs> you know, like what do I do with this? And so I kind of just kind of wrote it for what it was. And then it got to a point where I was like, I can't even think my own thoughts anymore. Like what if I, and then, you know, it was like, okay, so if this is true and I die and I go to hell for that, I'm already fucked. Right. Like I know <laughs> I'm already fucked. Like by your standards, I'm like, there's no, well, you know, I, you know, there's no way to stop your natural tendencies and your natural thoughts. So you're always no. going to be fighting it. You know, you had a whole life of fighting it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, I lived 31 years. Really awesome. <laughs> and now I'm fucking shit. Like, yeah. And it was like, everybody took advantage of me. Like you just had, it's like, you're wearing a target. And what was interesting, energetically looking back, is that the word Christian is was originally a derogatory term. It only appears in the Bible as like the Romans using it as a word against them. Right. And it wasn't adopted by Christians until, oh, like 300 years after. So it's there's there's a there's a group of people that I think have a very valid point saying that it is essentially a curse. Like it was said for 300 years as this bad thing. Right. And it carries that. And that makes sense to me. So, you know, yeah, looking right. back, I don't yeah. see anything contrary to that. That makes more sense to me yeah. than most of the other shit I've heard about it. So That totally makes sense. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. And I agreed. And then, so yeah, it was a dark few months. So I made it through that. <laughs> so how many months How many months was your trip into Catholicism? Catholicism? Was, I was baptized last April. Not this April, the April before, before. I think. So I would have to like find about a year, time year and a half. Doesn't make sense. No, it was shorter. It was this April. I don't think that time makes sense anymore, quite honestly. So it could have been four years ago at this yeah. point. Mark. Yeah, I, oh. <laughs> I know. What, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, I have to be like, okay, how old was my kid? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And honey, what grade were you in when that happened? <laughs> yeah yeah well i we can't even do that because i can't do math so it's like wait oh. it doesn't even matter what grade they're in there you go. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> like you let me know if it really matters and we'll get out of the pen and pencil <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it doesn't a short time it doesn't. It didn't well, yeah, exactly. but, it, but it seemed like long enough it seemed like forever yeah um and i left instagram for a month for all of lent 
and that's when we had our our dog pass away as well and then that was kind of mid to late Catholicism so yeah it was about a year that I stayed like kind of in it but not really right it was it fell apart pretty quickly somewhere around paperwork and I was like so when Jesus was talking to the woman at the well he didn't hand her a packet <laughs> like can't we kind of go with that example yeah <laughs> and they're like yeah but this was the tradition at the time and Jesus followed the tradition you could tell because in this book he went to church and I'm like I feel like that's a little loose compared to the other shit about him <laughs> like I feel like him going one time is not does not a churchgoer make no or, that makes me a churchgoer that, yeah, isn't that our whole point, too, that we have to go more often than once? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so now I'm now I'm back to being as weird as I was at 19, and it feels fucking fantastic. So what was the what was this, the breaking point? I was telling me it was the, that was the paperwork, but, like, what was in your head? Oh, you, yeah. you were just, what was the conversation you had with yourself that talked you out of it? Because I'm sure it came with consequences. I mean, you wouldn't oh, have done it in massive. the first place. Massive. Um. It, I cycled back into anxiety I had not had since my divorce, which was eight years ago, nine years ago. And so I got this anxiety that I hadn't had in years and I knew exactly what to do with it. I knew how to drop down in meditation and kind of roll with it and learn what it was there for and then figure out what needed to change and go through those steps. And I knew how to do that. And the only thing blocking me was this fucking 2000 year old book. Right. And it just made me a little nuts. And I happened to be listening to um, Ancient History of the World on Audible. It's just this big, I mean, I wouldn't have gotten it if I didn't have a credit, quite honestly. It's written really well, but it's it's one of those massive, like, you know, history books. Uh-huh. And so I was listening to that, and they started talking, you know, they got through all the stuff, and then they started talking about, and this is when the Hebrews started. And I was like, we're like three quarters of the way through this fucking book. <laughs> Like, you're telling me I'm listening to this guy and we have three quarters of the way before him? Like, yeah. And then I had a moment, and this is going to really offend anybody, but whatever. Um, I was reading and they're like, oh, and he, they kept him in a box and if any, in this gold box. And if anybody saw the gold box, they'd die. And I was like, I don't know if that's my guy. Right. You know, like, right. that's kind of what that, like, bottom line, like, that might not be my guy. There was a whole world of people with other guys. Uh-huh. I don't, am, I, am I a dick if that's not my guy? And they were like, yeah, you're a dick. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the loving everybody went out the window really quick with them. <laughs> yeah. It seems like that's the way it always is. It's, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's amazing. <laughs> so everybody in the room you happen to all meet in, is that what that was? Uh-huh. Yep. Um, so I don't even remember what your question was. I just started rambling. Oh, just, just, no, so you just, I was just, uh, you might've answered it. I was just, just, uh, <laughs> what you were thinking of, like, what was, what was the internal dialogue oh, when you decided that you were done? I did answer that. Yeah. So yeah. that was, that was really it. It was like, this may not be my guy. Like I know how to deal with this and his way is to basically when I like started ask, like looking around on the church websites, I didn't ask any of them at that point. But I was grieving for our dog that we lost after cancer, and I started looking through the church websites, and basically their answer was to go stay with nuns, like, until you feel better, and just pray with them, and they'll have a counselor there. And I was like, that sounds fucking awful. Like, <laughs> I even like nuns, and that was not my therapy, you know? Like, that was right. it. And there wasn't, 
I know people would argue there is other options, but I, I tell you right now, there's not like when you start talking to them, you know, like that's what they want you to do. And they want to talk you through it the right. whole time. Right. And so I said, no, you know, like this just isn't it. And so I, um, I was off social media still, I think at that point, when I came back on, I took all the Jesus stuff off because my fear was that there was a lot of people that had been watching me before and they were watching me go through this and thought that might be the answer and they were going to jump in it too. Right. And I had an awesome support system. My fiance is fucking amazing. I'm one of those people that can be like, we're fucking, we're, we're just it, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, so I have that. Not everybody has that. And I was thinking right. that like trying to go through and like go to work every day and raise your kids and have somebody that, you know, maybe you're not emotionally connected to your spouse. You know, there's a lot of people that just aren't. And like to have all that going on. And I was like, oh, I could be doing that. And then I had my own freak out about that. Right. And that's, <laughs> you know, that was fun. Yeah. And then <laughs> the guilt thing is really cool, guys. You're really on to something. <laughs> <laughs> so have you been able to like shed that guilt since you've you've Most moved on it. from it? Or are you still – was it a strong enough uh, – I don't I – don't, ingraining in your – in your yeah. education, your quick education, but was it strong enough that now there are still remnants of it? I think there's definitely, it's like, you know, every flop of a butterfly's wings. It's like there was a habit set for a little while, like that defense uh-huh. mechanism that keeps you in line with your, whatever you're supposed to live or do or whatever. Oh my God. <laughs> I forgot about this part. So this is, this is when I was like, well, maybe there's people kind of on the fringe that I could kind of like, you know, find that kind of subgroup that's like me. You know, there's all these people creating all these subgroups, right? Right. Like a, like the, the fringe Catholics that are still. Yeah. Or yeah. The, like the Jews for Jesus. Right, there's right, like all gotcha. these different little groups. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll give look for these little subgroups. And I start down that Google rabbit. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot believe what has sprung from this. And the most shocking one that I just like was burned into my brain was these women that write these blogs about when and how their husband spanks them to keep them in line. (laughs) And it was like, you're reading it and you're going, Oh, this has got to be a penthouse thing. And then you start reading the comments and you're like, just reading like my self worth, like everything just started like dying for these people. And I'm not saying there is not a health healthy way to spank each other by all fucking means, do whatever you want. But this was like when you're, you're spending your day on the internet talking about when your husband spanked you and like to these other women. And it was like this weird, like, Oh, well I answered the phone when he had guests over and I'm not supposed to like interrupt them. And so I really deserved it and blah, blah, blah. And there's that, you know, it's, it's sexual repression in there too. It's a big cocktail. And it was just like this. And I was like, Oh my God. And I was like, I need to free these people. And I was like, I can't free these people. I can't, they're not locked in anything. They fucking chose this. I can't, they're like, and these are like people in America living next door to me. Like I, you're as free as you can get. Like I can't do anything else for you. That's their thing. You drive to Safeway every day. Like I can drive farther. (laughs) Um, You know, like I just couldn't do anything for them. And I was like, this is not, this isn't the way. And I don't want somebody else getting wrapped up in it. And I, I don't know if it's just because I worked in schools for so long. Like I would just have that thing of like, somebody's going to copy me, you know, like right. they're going to copy me and it's going to be bad and it's going to feel like my fault. And that guilt thing is a big gift and that, you know, kind of self solved itself in that way. Cause I was like, I have to get as far from the guilt and I'll use the guilt to get as far from the guilt and I'll just create a little guilt battery and I'll just run farther than Safeway. And now, now you've probably got the guilt of even leaving 
the church behind on top of you. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I do is like the little old ladies because my town's not that big. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to see them. And they're going to be like, oh, how are you doing? I'm like, uh, <laughs> you're going to think I'm a witch. Yeah, <laughs> but I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't identify that way because it's a German word. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You don't need to get in. You don't need to get into that with the little old ladies. No, no, they I, they really lose me sometimes around <laughs> you know the first witch vision. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I started looking into Wicca when I was like thirteen. So this is like a return to home. Like now I'm like right. okay, base. That was scary, base. You know, like we played freeze tag at night and I made it back. Right, you're you're home free. <laughs> yeah. So, but so so. Now that's behind. You've made it through that, and you're you're back to your old self, and and and, and now evolved from that even. So now there are all these new things. So now, like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, what the hell? Like what? <laughs> like it is so weird. Life is so weird. And if I've learned anything, it's that. Uh, I mean, that's what's the, like the cool thing about like your Instagram page, and, and you've got a lot going on. Like you do a lot of periscoping too, correct? Yeah, I I have. I was on a lot, and then I'm not on a lot. Periscope kind of comes in seasons. It yeah. really does. I think it's like it kind of gets. It, it's like a I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the. Pro- I won't figure it out. I need to just roll with it. It'll be fine. I'm on Periscope a lot. Yes, Mark. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so you're, so you've got. That's what I'm saying. You've got a lot of things. I tried to 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 do multiple social media platforms, and I just can't. I've just. I I don't. I don't have. I have to stick with one, and and the other ones are. You know, every once in a while. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll dabble and think about using them again more, and then I dabble and I think, nah, I'll just stick well, with Instagram. So you're yeah. everywhere though. But so. So like I'm surrounding you. Yeah, no, but that's cool. But that's what it's like. Every it's it's all this different stuff coming at you, and like that's what it's like. All like you never know what it's going to be today. Uh, yeah, we all get to be surprised. Um, and I, I I really started. I I channel it now, so I'm not when it, when I was outside of channeling, I thought channeling was kind of a cop out. You know, it was kind of disassociative. Right. And now I understand it as a definition really differently. It's not. I don't think I'm calling in this separate thing with ideas. It's not an imaginary best friend. Well, it's always imaginary best friends, but not, you know, not in the drop dead friend kind of way or anything. Right. It's, it's a very, uh, just kind of a connected space that I go into and whatever needs to come out can come out. Yeah, it's, I, I, I always look at it as that. a, I look at it as like a connecting to a certain frequency or a vibration. Yeah. And then you're, you're just still riffing on your own, but you're, you're riffing at this higher level that you normally wouldn't. Exactly. And I love, you know, I Periscope, uh, Periscope's a bitch. I, I, it's like, I want to channel a Periscope and I'm like, I got to stare at my own face while I yeah. do this too. Like just add insult <laughs> to injury. Like what are we trying to do? Yeah. <laughs> and I dream of a world where my kids won't care what they look like when they're channeling. But for now, <laughs> I give a shit. And yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why I stick to the written word. <laughs> I know. I know. And you're so good about that. I gotta, I, I haven't posted real writing in a long time i had gotten so far into what do i need to sound like what should i sound like it's this very should 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 place and i had never been i mean i almost dropped out of high school like i've never been in the good should place like that's not really my my vibe i watched too much winona writer i guess late (laughs) 80s early 90s i don't know what happened but you know i i 
now I just kind of, I wake up and I go, you know, I have my stuff that's unfolding and I do a little bit on each one. And, um, I, I started being able to learn from people instead of, um, hating them for being farther along than me, right. which has been beneficial. Right. I think we, we all, we all, yeah, like being able to yeah, do that. no, yeah. When, when you don't see the business coach pages and go, fucking business coach. Yeah. Fucking God, tell me how to run my head. Not one of you. <laughs> You're just the cheerleaders all grown up. And well, we I go, think. Oh, oh wait, we all serve a different purpose. Right. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. And I, I think, <laughs> I think a lot of people measure success, their own success on how jealous yeah. they can make other people, not all, on crazy. their happiness, but on how jealous it could be. And it's like as soon as you let go of that, I think a lot of times when when we're younger, we just do. It's just kind of natural. Yeah. But as you let go of like trying to make other people jealous, suddenly like you don't give a shit yeah. <laughs> anymore. Well, in every movie and every TV show, it's the like Fonzie archetype, right? That, uh-huh. like, they could not care less. Right. And we love them so much. And then we go, well, I'm not going to wear this if nobody else is going to be wearing this. Right. You know, like, right. I've said that out loud multiple times. For what reason? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. What reason? Because they might say something to me and I don't want to react and then get kicked out of the party. You know, it's like the, all these little like chain reactions, like, that can be caused by not wearing the right outfit. It's like it's like junior high on Halloween. Like, All do you wear time. a costume or do you not wear a costume? Which is going to be more cool? <laughs> <laughs> and as a girl, you're like, okay, am I going to go like too slutty or like just straight like one piece costume? Like, I don't even need to be slutty. Like, you have to. Right. Just... It's... Oh, good lord. <laughs> I miss it though. God bless it. Every once in a while, you get in those drama situations where you're like, what are we doing? Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stand up and yell it. <laughs> what is happening? Well, and then looking, you know, looking at it, I used to say it's the daycare all the time, and, you know, nobody ever takes their own advice, but I used to say, you know, if we all stopped talking about this right now, it wouldn't exist. Exactly. It just wouldn't. So we know it's not true. We know it's not going to be there. It can just go away. Exactly. <laughs> You just said something. This is going to be kind of off topic. Go for it. Um, when you don't take, you say you don't take your own advice. Oh. Do you think reading for other people is like the best way to give yourself advice? I, I was Absolutely. just telling somebody this today that you need to start reading for other people. And when you're reading for other people, suddenly you'll start hearing that you're really just talking to yourself. Um, so I, this is something I tell my fiance is every reading I do is actually, I'm reading me right. and I never know which aspect of me, which, you know, area until that first word comes out and I go, Oh, really? oh okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or, or I go, yay. But not as often, <laughs> a lot more often it's, Oh, oh that's right. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I should call them. But I think that's what makes you a good empath is because you can find, you can you can connect with somebody else and kind of see where they're at, and you can say, all right, what's the advice I would give myself in this situation? And that's the the old the old saying, and my mom said this a lot, is be your own best friend. And that was in tuning at the time, the best words they had for that. You know, like uh-huh. you have to kind of you know, if we want to get real metaphysical and out there, we're all just you know different spokes on the wheel, basically. You know, we're right. all extensions of ourselves. We're all I'm talking to myself right now. <laughs> you are. You know. I am. Hello, self. And, yeah, hello. Thank you for calling. <laughs> you know, like, and I, in your head, 
if you're ever stressed out, if you start doing that in your head, let me tell you, life is never scary. You're like, oh, shit, what am I doing to me? Right, <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> And then you kind of stop taking things personally because you're like, I'm just doing that to myself. Like, why yeah. is that? Why is that person doing this to me? Why am I doing? And you can, and then you can kind of put yourself in their shoes a little bit better. And you can get, you know, I've I've seen the very serious, you know, like, okay, what is this lesson? You know, like, and and I've dropped into that, and sometimes you need that. Right. But nine times out of ten, my breakthrough is when I get real fed up and real sarcastic. It's like when the crying is done, I'm in this tone of voice, and I am done. I am done with my shit. I am done with your shit. I am done with all the shits. And I am moving right along. Thank you. I'm done playing with this. Right. You can take, um, Michael Jordan used to say that he never really got good until he got lathered up in a game with the sweat. <laughs> and so as soon as, as soon as he could feel that sweat lathering up, that's when he started sinking buckets. <laughs> oh, nice. So, with his tongue out, even. Yeah, so yeah, horrible. exactly. And so, and so I always think of that, too, like with when I'm writing, where it's like it kind of takes a minute to to get things it's rolling. Rude. Well, yeah, and it's, you know, it's such a self-worth thing, too, because it's, you know, everybody goes, well, I want to be in this industry, but I can't get in unless I have experience in that industry. And you're like, yeah, no shit, that's all of life. Right, like, that's, that's everything. Like, like, I put artist on my Facebook page, and I immediately, like, wanted to punch myself. I was like, who the fuck are you? You're not an artist. You're like, you're you, you know? Like, it was a really weird title to adopt. Right. You know, and it was just an example, you know, it's like, that self-worth, like, little button was like, but then if the people will see you or think you're an artist, and then they'll look at your art and be like, she's not an artist, and then I have to go, and I'll give a shit? Like, Right. Good. But who's going to say that? But who's going to say that? Who's going to... <laughs> who's gonna tell you you're not an artist that's the thing like you're so scared no one's gonna tell you that because you're an artist well and i'm always like, nobody knows i'm doing anything and nick was like my fiance goes uh ever, nobody knows you're doing anything because you didn't tell anybody and i was like uh <laughs> thanks babe <laughs> looking out <laughs> you know you I don't know. Like, once you give up, like, the shit that somebody invented a while back and just kind of sink into all that's around you and that's it. You know, like, if you were born in the middle of nowhere, and that would be all you would know. Right. So that's literally the only things that are true, right? Like, nothing else, if it doesn't come in independently, like, you can't really prove it. <laughs> and so sitting there by yourself, you know, you might feel things, you might have different stuff. You know, there's all sorts of really creepy studies done on what happens to people if you don't talk to them. But, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I just can't get into the dogma part. And then trying to enforce it. Like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> I just can't. No. Who can? We're here too short a time. Exactly. And, and you know, it's like there's, uh, there's enough. Like, life's hard enough without these added rules. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need it. I can play Tetris if I want to challenge. I don't need that. <laughs> so I want to I want to talk to you now too about um, about fairies and your connection with yeah. fairies because I I kind of play around a little bit now and then because somebody sent me a bunch of Dorian virtue cards and so um, <laughs> I play with them <laughs> and. <laughs> But, but the, I, it's kind of the same way, like I was just saying, it's kind of when I channel, when I'm reading with those, it's just more of a vibration. Mm -hmm. But I know there are people, and probably you, who really, like, s see it and visualize it. And I don't know, is it like a physical thing? Like, I, what, I'm, I'm really fascinated with, with it. And I know a lot of people yeah, that, yeah. that follow, you know, my Instagram page too are, 
and probably listening to this are as well. So that's why I want to I want to hear it from like because you, what's, you, what's the title you give yourself? Uh, I am the Firekeeper Fae. I the yeah, Firekeeper Fae. Uh, there's going to be more. So this is something that's kind of unfolding um, that'll be available. Uh, I have a little bit on my website, uh, firekeeperfae.strikingly.com. Um, I have a little bit on there about what it's going to entail loosely, but I'm writing the manual right now. And by writing it, I mean finding out what the fuck it's going to say from the fairies. So do you want to so, want to keep it? Is this something that's like a spoiler that you don't want to talk about? Or oh no 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 not okay, at all. Okay. Um no no please everybody talk about it um, <laughs> <laughs> by all means um, even talk about how horrible it is. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're talking about it. Yeah exactly. So I um, started doing angel cards with Doreen Virtue, and I had as a child and, and a teenager been extremely sensitive, had zero like. I don't know. I didn't have the resistance to it that I found out later that people have. I found that out through Christianity. I'm really glad I know that now because I had no idea like how scary it looked from that perspective. Like it looks terrible. It's, it's always weird and for I, me to think because I'm the same way and I never, I've never thought of it as scary. So maybe that says yeah, something I, about us. <laughs> I know. I was like, uh, it's kind of just what you do at a Kager, you know? Like, <laughs> talk about the aliens and, like, I don't know what you guys did on Fridays <laughs> but, yeah. you know like it's so well and I always had like those weird connections I'd always had the weird experiences and and I had as a kid seen things very physically um and the last thing I ever saw I was seven or eight years old and I was at somebody else's house and there is uh, I was looking for my mom in the middle of the night and came out of the bedroom and there was just a skeleton sitting in a chair and I knew it wasn't like it's real, real, because I'd gotten really good at differentiating, and I wasn't seeing things as often anymore, because mm -hmm. they had started to scare me. You know, I was starting to talk more, starting to tell people about stuff, and they were like, mm, no, maybe we don't talk about it. My family right. was really good, but five or six, you start going to kindergarten, you know, it starts fading. And mm -hmm. So I saw that, and I said, I never want to see anything again, and I had very strong angel connections, and my mom had taught me how to utilize those, so I never saw anything physically again. Um, with the exception of, like, really extreme situations. So, like, I would see something physically if somebody had passed away or was going to pass away, you know, or something like that. And the going to pass away stuff, I, I wiped from my, <laughs> I don't want to see it. Right. Like, that freaked me out. I yeah. didn't know what to do with That's it. That's crazy. I didn't like it. How old and were then you? I, the going to pass away stuff started when I was, like, before I could talk. Um, and that was, I used to, you know, see stuff in my room kind of stuff. And it was, I, I knew it was different. Like I knew it wasn't part of us and I knew it could go through things. And so I knew it had different rules and I never got hurt. And my parents were amazing because what my parents always said to me was nothing can possess you or hurt you unless you allow it. Right. And I heard that from the time I was two fucking years old. So I never thought this stuff was scary. I thought people were silly when they thought it was scary. I was like, no, look, you can play with it. Huh? Yeah. You know, like, no, just talk to her. I don't care if she's bleeding from the mouth. You know, like, like I would see. Yeah, ask her like, what she wants. Exactly. Yeah. And I thought it was so cool. And people would freak out. I was like, you guys are fucking weird. I'll just hang out with this one other girl and put a mouse up my sleeve for the rest <laughs> of high school. You know, like, it was totally. I, so the Firekeeper Faye thing is kind of a combination of all this stuff. And what happened in my life is I gained, I was a conflict manager. I was a peer counselor. I was, um, I did restorative justice for a year and a half with our expelled and suspended youth 
in our middle schools and continuation high schools. So anywhere from 12 years old to 22 years old. Um, and I did all this communication work and I did all this, get it, like, I had to be like, Hey, gang members. Yay. Let's all hang out and talk about feelings, which you've never done before. You know, like, like I had to explain like what sad kind of means to people, you know, like, and they right. haven't let themselves get into that because they can't, Right. they would die where they, you uh-huh. know, like they can't walk home right. walking around like, Oh, I just feel kind of sad. <laughs> Like, they, they will tell you, I can't do that. No. And that's the advice that teachers give them, because they don't get it. Right. They're like, oh, just let them know that it really hurts your feelings. And they're like, oh, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just do that. And they've literally never done that. So I, I work with these people that and got a relationship going to where, you know, like, I can't go in the mall in my town without, like, you know, 15, you know, 16 to 20-year-olds going, hey, you know, and, like. <laughs> And it's not exactly the ones that other people would view as right, right. towards you at the mall. Like one of the girls was like, let's go to Sephora. And I was like, I don't need to be in the newspaper for that. <laughs> Cause I know what my friends used to do at the makeup stores. Right. <laughs> you right. Know, like, and they didn't have cameras then. <laughs> so, and so I had all this work, like I've done all this stuff. People that scare other people don't scare me. Like people that scare me are very like, it's the people that I know aren't expressing themselves. Right. They're the scariest people to me because I can feel and see and everything. And that, it, and how I see things is like an imaginary plane that's kind of laid over. It's that very third eye kind of thing where I go back and forth. Um, the only way I can like really talk about it is I guess like a projection screen is the way that my mind has helped me view it without it being terrifying basically. Okay. So it's like watching a movie maybe a little. Yeah. It, that's, I, that's probably the best way. You know, like, unless I go into it, like, I'm meditating, my eyes are closed, like, then I'm in it. Like, I'm just there, and it's, like, thick or whatever. Um, But if I'm, like, just walking around, usually it's pretty much everything's off unless I kind of turn it on. And that was a big gift from my parents because, again, they knew they – I mean, they must be sensitive as fuck. Right. Because they, like, knew how to say, like, this is this and this is this and don't do this and, you know, call in your angels and put a white bubble around people and – you know, the stuff that in 1983, a lot of people weren't telling their friends. Right, exactly. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're probably one of the seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my sister's the other one. So we got five brothers <laughs> and sisters out there. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like, and so I knew these things. And I also knew it wasn't safe to tell anybody. So I didn't have a lot of the trauma. Like, I hear these amazing, like, crazy traumatic stories um, you know, the famous one is, I think the one most people have heard is Teal Swan's story is like this crazy trauma. She was kidnapped into a blood covenant and like all this stuff, you know, like I don't have any stories like that. I just grew up trying to play with how I saw stuff, right? you know, and how I was going to interact with people. And, um, I can tell, you know, there's, I, you know, went through phases with it and where it was more like kind of that Wiccan, you know, I blamed the craft that really ruined our whole generation. <laughs> But, like, you know, we were like, oh, I'll make our hair fall out. Right, <laughs> you right. know? And I never did. And I, I can now say, you know, like, there was a point where I was like, everybody goes, oh, well, if I get too powerful, we're all afraid we're going to be Hitler, you know? Right. Like, what if, what if I make the wrong choice and everybody dies? Well, fucking then they die, you know? Like, you got to make the choices when you're in a... Right, you got to make it. And when guilt stops existing, you go, oh, okay, I can just make choices now? Fucking thank you. <laughs> and so when i'm seeing fairies and stuff what happened was i'm I'm meditating out of this guilt and i i start getting this imagery because i i do reiki as well i'm a reiki uh, master teacher and 
as I'm kind of raking myself, I start to see these violet um, uh, wings starting coming out of my back. And my brain goes, oh, we can't do that. We can't have that. That's <laughs> demon shit. That's what they killed Joan of Arc for, ultimately. St. Right. Mary. You know, <laughs> like, that's what they got her on. <laughs> that's real. You can right. That, that, yeah. <laughs> and so, and that's why it's funny to me when people, like, side with the Nelfairy thing. I'm like, you're siding with the people that killed Joan, Joan of Arc. <laughs> like, just straight up. Just so you know. Like, a no judgment. But a <laughs> little bit of judgment. But, yeah. <laughs> but, I think people are scared of Joan of Arc. Oh, she's fucking terrifying. Yeah. And if you read her whole story, like, she kept fighting after they won. Like, she just took, like, 40 guys and kept going to villages <laughs> and ransacking that. That's totally true. And she went in this big, colorful coat, and that's how they caught her. Because she was wearing this super gaudy coat and riding in with only 40 other guys. And they were like, uh, can you get that girl off her horse? We're going to just take her in. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's kind of overreacting at this point. Yeah. And nobody came to get her. She just sat in jail. It was a really weird story. Yeah, but crazy. but her court story was that she talked to fairies. And she when I found her book when I was sitting in Catholic Mass. And I got that. I get nudges, you know, those kind of psychic uh -huh. things that people go, oh, what do they feel like? And you know, I don't fucking know. They just happen. And it said, you know, go get a book on Joan of Arc. And I found this book by Mark Twain on Joan of Arc that I didn't know existed. And that kind of started that and so that laid the foundation for my return to the fairies which i had known as a kid but you know kind of laid aside and put it away as earth energies right you right. know and, that, and that's really all they are it's just you know where in the prism are you looking where's the light coming out you know if, are you looking at the part where that light comes out and makes fairies or are you looking at the part where it makes aliens you know right or are you just looking at the part that's just illuminating just lawn staring into the black and going there's so much black <laughs> yeah. The rest of us are going fucking turn around turn around <laughs> you know yeah look at all this color <laughs> everybody's looking the wrong way <laughs> turn towards the light how many movies do we have to yeah tell exactly you? <laughs> go to the, to the light, light. <laughs> <laughs> and so when i turned to the light and i had I subsequently had to abandon all the christian dogma because hell couldn't happen like i am sorry like what the fuck are we talking about with that and like how many people got killed over purgatory and then now they say it's not even true, and they killed people over it. Right. So yeah. that was like a whole other. I'm like, all my friends are going to hell. My kids going to hell. Like, what are the? Okay, no, we're done. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. Everyone's going to hell. Everybody's going to hell. So you know what? The best company's going to be there. Like that's about where I got to. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you know, if that's true, then I am already screwed, and I have to try to enjoy the rest of this ride. Right. And so that's. I literally dropped into meditation, had these wings show up, and I had Archangel Michael show up that I usually work with all the time, and he said, so how the fuck was it, was his sentence as he flopped on the end of my bed, <laughs> and that's the kind of things I see, like, happening around me, so, like, if I slip into it, like, I slip into meditation, and I see a full-figured man, you know, angel, right. sit at the foot of my bed, and he goes, so how the fuck was that? And what did you and say? I was like, I said it sucked. <laughs> He was like, are we good now? Can we move forward? Good here. <laughs> you like, learned well, your lesson? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm going to stay here and be weird for a while. And then I'm going to get right back on in. But I had like detoxing to do from that, quite honestly. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It was a lot. I wonder if that if that was like, what what was it that you needed that to have? The perspective. It was just purely perspective because I did not understand. I had read the Bible, but as a person that didn't have to conform to it. 
So I could interpret it any way I wanted to when I read it. But when I read it and I was in church and they said, no, that's not what it means. And I had never taken lightly to people telling me they were smarter than me. (laughs) I went, uh, well, I'm going to look up if that's what it means. And by the time I got to Revelation and Jesus is showing up in his blood covered clothing for our enemies, I went, for fuck's sake. (laughs) What is this? Has anybody else read this? Like, am I the only person doing this? And I know that there's spiritual truth behind the concepts, but the actual written book that's going around is such a small piece of the giant puzzle. Right. It's just like, it's like taking a bite and being like, no, I've tasted all the food now. This is it. This is it. This is it. (laughs) I tasted this one. I'm only going to have chocolate chip cookies for the rest of my life because the other stuff might be bad for me. That's probably a bad example because I might do that. <laughs> there would be a day where you wouldn't want chocolate chip That's anymore. true. That's true. That's true. No we'll experiment. Your whole house. Yeah, is there, I mean, yeah, I'd probably want to try some other cookies. Eventually. <laughs> and look at the prism light from a different direction. That's right. Eat them, eat them hanging upside down or something. Yeah. So, something to, to mix it up. <laughs> so, so, so you're. Your web page. Yes, yes. I don't know. I don't know if it's completely, if it's under. I looked at it the other day. So if it's changing as quickly as everything, as everything, then it might be different from when I looked at it last. But (laughs) there's a lot going on there. So you, like, you offer a whole a lot of things, and you also you're a. You could buy Dorian virtue virtue cards there too, right? Yeah. So what? That was one of the weirdest things that's happened. Is I um, got an email on accident. I thought I was signing up for something else, and then they said, "Oh, do you want to sell our stuff on your site?" We looked at your social media, and I thought I was signing up for a volunteer program or something like that. But it was an affiliate program. Oh. And I said, I, and I didn't know how that worked, quite honestly. But so all it is is I host their link, and then they give me ten percent oh, okay. when he buys it. Okay. So and I was like. Okay, I can do that because I use them, you know, like, right. These are the cards I use and I use other cards too. I'm not like, I'm not a Hay House whore, but I, you know, I I was like, okay, so I can get a kickback and they pay the exact same price because all it does is link to the Hay House Mm -hmm. webpage. But so if anyone wants to buy, if anyone's going to buy them anyway, they might as well. Yeah, buy them for me. If I can make it so that I don't have to get a job and stuff. (laughs) Like, we all need to be honest about that. Like, all of us just don't want to get a job. Just keep buying shit from each other, man. Well, it is a job, though. I mean, I mean, oh, you yeah. think about, like, what you do and the time you oh, put yeah. into it. And, you know, I know I have people that come at me like, oh, you only sell readings. You don't do them for free. And it's like, I put in oh, a into a $10 reading, you're getting, I like. an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just spent an hour in your head, motherfucker. Give me $10. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how I balance that out just personally is that's how that's a lot of my periscope it's like okay if you can't afford reading you know like or whatever like come in periscope a lot when i'm doing like an emailed reading if somebody's hard up like fucking we'll work something out i'm hella down for trade i love like like the new economy that's what it feels like to me that's what i keep calling it the new economy it's like everybody just buys from each other and slowly we're starting to be socialistic but nobody's noticing right true socialism (laughs) and it's actually really true capitalism in a way you know it's just without that hierarchy and that's where we're moving moving from is those hierarchies of like enlightenment wealth you know like all these hierarchies where we measure each other for no fucking reason 
And, you know, we right. go through all that shit. And we're moving into I'm this way, and hopefully that helps you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, so, <laughs> so we need to help each other out. You know? Yeah. Just help me out. Buy some chaos <laughs> cards off my side if you're going to buy them. Anyway. Yeah. If you're going to buy them anyway, you might as well. Me. Yeah. Go to firekeepstrikingly.com. <laughs> I am there. there. Well, that's that's good to know because it's like I I like to do that. I know if there's something I'm going to go do anyway, I know if I can go through someone else's leak. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and and it doesn't cost anybody any extra. And I know, like, there's been people, too, that are like, can't I buy them from you? You know, like in the past. And I I had no idea this was even an option. You know, like, and a lot of people you'll do, you know, if you do a complimentary reading or you do whatever – or you do a post and they want to get your cards, they want to give to you. Right. Like if there's anything that's ever felt weirder to me, you know, like have you ever like gone to give somebody a tip and they go, Oh, sorry, I can't take tips. Yeah. And you have this like, and you're like, come on, just take it. It's like the step isn't there <laughs> feeling. You're like, I'm going to leave this in your house after I Google where you live. <laughs> if you don't fucking take it. So just you take know? it. Yeah. <laughs> just take it. I'm not going to tell on you. I'm not a secret shopper. <laughs> Jokes on you! I am a secret shopper. There's a giant. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I, I, I just think we need to be honest about it. Like that, I, I just took issue recently. I shouldn't even take issue with things, right? But I do. That's my job. I take issue with things. If you'd someone's like somebody gotta, to take someone's got to do it. I will take issue with all of it. I have issues. <laughs> if, if anyone uh, needs a champion of an issue, contact have... Talitha Ponya. Firekeeperpay.strikingly.com. Thank you. And no, I with the um, people saying like, oh, leave me a love donation, and I and I understand the people that that comforts. But my personal perspective goes, you liar, you want money, right? You know, like just say it. And then I want my focus goes to pestering you to say it. My focus goes to you need to say that you're just taking money. Yeah, and it and it goes back to you know your mom trying to give you medicine, telling you it's something else. Mm-hmm. You know, like don't fucking try to trick me. Right, it's just be straight up. Yeah, and that's kind of our generation's job, I think. You know, right now is it, or not even our generation. Everybody who's alive right now, I don't know the fucking word for that. Our current job, you know, is to stop stop letting everybody lie to each other. That's what allows all this shit. Exactly, just 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 be upfront, even if it hurts someone's yeah. feelings. And, well, and also, you know what hurts their feelings? You know, it's like all those things may hurt their feelings, but also that terminology isn't always that right. You know, like it may hurt their feelings. No, they may feel like a shithead because they've been doing shithead shit. Well, that's exactly, you know? and that's it. I mean, I'm not saying just it's hurt like, someone's feelings for the sake of hurting their feelings, but if someone <laughs> yeah, really is that. being a shithead, don't yeah. not say anything because you're worried about their feelings. Yeah, just like, <laughs> hey, you're being a shithead. And, like, don't be like, well, then they're going to know they're a shithead. And I don't want to be the one. They're going to feel bad. I know they are shithead. And I'm like, hey, they already know you think they're a shithead. (laughs) You guys have been walking around here doing weird girl code for 14 fucking hours and getting drunker on champagne. You know, like, you both know you're both shitheads. Right. You know, and and the girl code is the part that gets really, and that's, that was a lot of my motivation for the firekeeping stuff is having that kind of safe space to say the truth instead of talking code. Because as a girl, I'm fucking sick of talking in code. And I think guys do it too, but I'm not a dude. You know, right. I became Catholic. Becoming a dude's a little far from me. <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's not where I'm going right now. Well, it's just but not like, your natural. You wouldn't be following your natural tendencies. No, Same as no, when you became a Catholic. Confusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, the Catholic thing felt fantastic. I don't know what I'd get from the man thing. Coming back from it would be much harder. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I'm back. I'm not exactly the same, but I'm back. Where'd everybody go? But, you know, I don't know. I just just got so fed up after all of that. And then the firekeeping thing was literally how I came back was uh, it was a, a vision. It was during this meditation, I got the wings, and then I saw a fire at the end of where the light was. It was kind of illuminating a section of the dark at the edge. And all these things were coming out that we would call, like, tricksters or, you know, like like the bad fairies or whatever. And all they were were hiding in the dark because they were, like, sick of people talking about them. You know, like, right. sick of being blamed for taking children. Like, what the fuck are they going to do with kids? And And when I asked about that, the only message I got was, like, Straight up, like, one of them goes, I took four, and all of them were about to die. Like, it was, like, this message from the back, and it was so much attitude. And that was one of my first interactions, because that was my first question. Is like, who the fuck is going to fuck me over? Because I'm not getting into this. I'm not agreeing to this. I don't know if I made a previous life contract, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I don't know in this area. I just know I've always been with them, and usually much more with them than I am out here. Um, which helped my sensitivity so much to know I wasn't, like crazy you know it's just that this world is fucking weird right you know and to have something else go hey yeah this world is weird even if nobody else can see the something else that tells you that it is really validating <laughs> yeah yeah no <laughs> and that's something you don't understand until you're in it because it sounds like crazy people talk <laughs> well yeah i mean that's isn't it isn't it it seems so insane to me how the thing like just the things that make the most sense, even when it comes down to just like being nice to each other are the things that offend yeah. other people the most. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. When I was like the vegan warrior, that was like pre-Catholic. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Like, I just like, that was my, that was a really interesting kind of world to go into. Cause that's a whole different kind of people that choose that warrior path. You know, right. like that's, that's very, and, you know, people go in and out of it just like anything, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was a very interesting subculture, and I still love it very much. And I do not eat strictly vegan anymore. I eat in the situation, um, just according to what's right in the situation. Right. And I, and the reason I did that is because um, when you get that deep in a cause, there's people that are, are the warriors for that. And you get to a certain level where you go, this is not my cause. Yeah. Like, you have a different I, cause. You, you agree with their cause, you support their cause, but yeah. that's not your cause. But I can't, if I have to meet you guys in a park, I'm going to die. <laughs> and they all meet in parks. Right. I don't know what it is. Like, it's just not, and it's like the grassy parks in the middle of big cities. It's not like park park. You know, like, I'm like, oh, there's this nice redwoods where nobody will find me. Right. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> where you'll never know where I am. <laughs> And that's ideal for me. Right. So, you know, like I have, it took a lot for me to be like comfortable being seen by people. People don't realize that's an energetic exchange. You are taking molecules off my light molecules when you see me. Right. And that's the same with everybody. You know, any light you see is changed by seeing it. So if you're looking at me, you are altering me and I am altering you. Right. And, you know, Zoolander and photographs and all that. (laughs) But, you know, it's, 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 it's much when you're sensitive to it, it's a much different decision. You know, it's not like, Oh, am I going to go to that baby shower or that party? Oh, I don't have anything to wear. You know, you're, I'm feeling it out going, Oh, I woke up today. And if I go, I have this triggered right now. 
and I've already been interacting with this person on this level, which is another thing you don't tell people. Right. <laughs> oh right. no, I don't want to see you today because I saw you all last night and I'm fucking sick. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll share something with you <laughs> is I didn't do well, I did a reading this morning, but I didn't really like push it too hard. I was kind of like crossing my fingers that no orders would come in. Yeah. So it was like, I've got to talk tonight. I've got to do this. And I was saving my energy for you. Cause oh. I knew if I had it, if I had it, I was like, I got to free my whole day just to talk to somebody. <laughs> you know? Oh God. Not just you. I mean, that's just, no, that, no, I'm just yeah. that same way. I have to like, it's like, all right, I have yeah. to, I have to have as few. And then even like we were talking earlier, you asked earlier, if you need to bump it to tomorrow, that's fine. And I'm thinking in my head, can I bump it to tomorrow? No, I've got to talk to three people tomorrow. I can't talk to her and three people. <laughs> we better just do well, it. I, I think it's because of my own like experience. I give everybody an out. Like I noticed that. Like that was one of the things I observed about. My, anytime I'm going to go anywhere with somebody, it's like an hour before. I'm like, hey, just so you know, if you need to cancel, I'm totally fine. Let me know now. I I don't give a fuck if it's just because you don't like me today. Like I don't care. I don't care. I just I just get so sick of hanging out with people that really don't want to be there. Right. Like inauthenticity now is like the biggest like friction for me. Like that. Like when you're talking to somebody and they go, "Oh my god, how are you?" and you just immediately see them leave, like in their head, and you're like, "Why did you just now? I have to talk and you're not even fucking listening." Right. Right. They check out. So now I say what. And then you can just kind of make something up or, like, do your auto answer. And then I'm so, like, time aware because our time here is so short that I'm like, you're wasting my time. Yeah, yeah, that's how I uh, – well, and you could go the other way, too. That's a good thing to do. I'm going to incorporate that an hour or so before I'm supposed to meet with anybody. Just say, hey, do you want it? <clears throat> I'm good, but if you want out – because that also – I got to tell you, twice – maybe I should, I should <laughs> air dirty laundry, but twice <laughs> – I've gotten up to record a podcast with somebody at 5 a.m. because they're on oh other sides. And God. two different people n didn't show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like I, if I would have just given them an out the night before, they probably would have taken it. And then and I wouldn't have gotten up so early. Say. When we need an out, we have to think of an excuse or we have to disappear and then that buys us some time. Uh -huh. So, like, disappearing gets really optimal. Like, well, if I disappear, I can think of something. And then it seems like I really forgot, right, because I just didn't show up. Like, right. I always, you know, ask for forgiveness, not for permission. Mm -hmm, exactly. <laughs> but if you give people an out, I find more times than not, they won't cancel because you gave them that off. You know, and it's not like I say, like, oh, I'm giving you an out. It's just like, oh, well, I can cancel on her. So now I actually yeah, want to. I'm not going to lie. Her. I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and there, like, I had that moment, too, because I've never done anything like this. Right. And so, like that's a total lie. I've like been on the news and stuff, but like that was like for humane society. Like I was like somebody's shtick, you know, Right, not just talking like, about you, not my weird stuff. This is my laundry. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like doing something like this is nerve wracking. It's a weird thing to do with people, you know, talk on a magic box to tell people exactly what you do in the privacy of your fucking mind. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. Thanks really, for having me. It's been a really um, <laughs> kind of fun journey. It has. I, you're real, real quickly. You're, you're are, is this something that you, you, is this, is this maybe a podcast piece would be something that the, the firekeeper Faye is, is looking into? Um, I have had all the equipment for a podcast for about five years. Yeah, you and it has just sat there. 
figure <laughs> it out. I know, I know, I know. And then I, you know, and I, I do, there's that, that part of me that goes, oh, well, they're already doing a podcast. I'm not going to do one today. Yeah, you know well, that part, that, that like middle school, like, yeah. oh, okay, so I have to do something different because if I do the same thing, I don't know if you saw, uh, oh, I don't think we're on Facebook together. No, I'm not on Facebook. Oh, right, right. One platform, one platform. I got you. Well, I Facebook was, I left Facebook with the, uh, the second Obama uh, oh, election yes. and <laughs> that was, I that think was, a lot of people left Facebook and I left and time. I never came back. Yeah. <laughs> took a major hit i think political years for facebook are yeah i'm so glad i'm not there right now i can't even it doesn't even matter what side you're on it's just ugly oh my god it's yeah but if you lean into the game and enjoy it it's kind of i well i love law though i just love i love watching the way people think that it is and then like trying to explain what it actually is and they go wait what and i'm like yeah separation of church and state means that you can't tell the church what to do not yeah. That the yeah, but on Facebook, they never, they still part never of sinks in. Government. Nobody yeah, admits they're wrong on Facebook. No. That's the problem with Facebook. <laughs> well, and also it's kind of fun too because you can just not respond. You right. can just let it sit there. And then they have this like dicky remark right under your thing that was totally fine. Well, that, yeah. You know, and it can just sit there. And I have lost real life friends over like Facebook comments. Like I'll get a text with like, don't come over tomorrow. And I'm like, wait, what? And then I go text something and they're like screaming at me about a, you know, like, Hey, maybe we should not mandate this post, you know? <laughs> like, I'm like, My entire really? extended family is gone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of Facebook. No one we... will talk to me. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, family's a weird thing. <laughs> I know. I, it's just so much. There's like so much like that we assume the family should be. There's so much we want it to be. It's just such a mixed bag. And then we get to adulthood and we kind of make our own. And then we have to figure out who we are to find people we actually like. Right. Right. And then you have to you have to just like be confident with who you are and, and yep. not worry about the opinions of others. And well, and that's an everlasting was, journey. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. And that's what people think. Like, it's like this. You've, you're reaching for this goal. Like there's this goal. There's never a oh, goal. Yeah. It's always it's like as soon as you stop. It's game over. You have to always be growing. It gets exhausting. <laughs> well, and I, I, I got to this place where I was, like, doing that whole, like, I should know how to do this better. I should be immune to the world, you know, kind of, like, attitude about life. Like, I should, I, I'm a Reiki master. I should never be sad. <laughs> like, and then I realized, you know what I realized? I fucking love being sad. There's a part of me that really, like, blame the 90s yeah i it's kind of a good resting point for me like anger was never allowed you know that was very you know it was already the beginning of everybody gets a trophy so we weren't really allowed to get all that angry but like sad was a good kind of resting point and i think that's where people also it's kind of a pitfall too because it is a, it's kind of feel safe you'd stay in bed yeah yeah i don't have a problem with sad i i try to write you know my public and and tarot stuff all really uplifting but like my fiction that i'm working on is all yeah. really kind of dark and depressing and so that's fire keeping so we need a safe place for that shit yes yes and i did i see that you're starting your writing I am. I am writing a bunch of things. Like e-books? I, yes. And I, you know, I always had that kind of um, 
I'll say pre-hipster because hipsters weren't really around when I was doing it. I was I was a hipster before hipsters were. But you know, like the like oh ebooks kind of mentality. Right. Like Kerak wouldn't have written an ebook. <laughs> like I wouldn't have had the shit he did anyways. Like, right. You know. So it doesn't. It's all that kind of shit that doesn't matter that got in my way before I realized how like shitty life can be if you're stuck without this stuff. Like I had never been stuck without it before. And I went Catholic and I got stuck without this shit. And I was like, this is what people are living through every day. <laughs> like they just don't, they don't realize they can flip a fucking card and find out why they're doing it and then change it. Or at least kind of talk about changing it and then still do it. Right. Like, <laughs> like, they at least know what they're doing. Yeah. Right, exactly. still do it. <laughs> There's that amount of comfort. <laughs> at least it's, it's like, it's not ignorance. You know, you know what you're doing. Well, and you're not saying to yourself, no, that's wrong, bad or scary. Right. If you're constantly telling yourself that the inside of yourself is scary, it's going to start to feel kind of fucking scary. Right. So, I, I, you know, with the, I had this, this whole thing with all these things coming forward. And I've had a series of kind of, you know, different interactions. I had three nights ago, two nights ago. I um, was just like at 430, I just had to go to sleep. Like, I don't know if you've ever had that, but that energetic thing where you're like, apparently I need to go into like that deep fucking state. Like, I just need to sleep. Like, I cannot stay awake. And so I laid down and I had kind of that collective show up again and reaffirm, like, you're going to do this, right? Oh, that's what it was. So I had this whole thing. It was longer ago. It was two days ago. (laughs) Time. Right. Um, It was a different time zone then. Um, (laughs) And... So we had this whole interaction of, you know, like, are you, do you still want to do this? You know, like, cause you're stepping into it now, now you've done it. Now you're out of the closet spiritually, essentially, you know, you're out right. of this kind of restrictive state. Are you, do you want to go whole hog? How much help do you want? Um, you know, like, what are we doing basically? Like if you're only comfortable running the show, we'll let you run the show, but you got to let us know. And so, <laughs> and that's my comfort level. And so I had that, and then it was, I had um, the idea for the sale I just did that went phenomenally well well through my site and everything. Um, I had that start, and I had you contact me to do this. And I was like, this is something I would have said no to before, like really quickly. I would have been too busy. I would have found some reason to not do it. Just any reason. It doesn't really have to be a good one. Right. (laughs) just whatever i could be like kind of sweaty right then i'm like right. that's enough or or you know what my anxiety is kind of high that probably means it's a bad idea everything you know? I, like, everything i agree to the second i agree to is like why did i do that exactly <laughs> <laughs> like constantly like i'm like i'm like weeding through excuses like the imagery i kind of get is kind of like that do you do you remember that kid song that we're going on a tiger hunt uh-huh. And it's yep. like, we're going to catch a big one uh-huh. and we're yeah. going through the tall grass. <laughs> it's like, I'm doing that through excuses. Like, I'm going through the tall grass like, <laughs> to get to the thing. I'm going under the log, over the river. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then somehow we're at motherfucking grandma's house. <laughs> yeah, but that's where the cookies are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And since we're on that all-cookie diet, it worked out perfectly. It's perfect. <laughs> but, so, yeah. But she was fresh out of chocolate chips, so I had to break her. Oh, bed. there's always a downfall. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I am glad, you know, like, I'm glad I have the perspective because I, you know, like last night I got a message from somebody, oh, I would follow your business page, but I, I can't, you know, kind of a thing. And I was like, what? And then she tagged me. I had no idea. I don't, I didn't know her and she, I'd never met her or like anything. And so I was like, oh, okay, good to know. Thank you. And, you know, That's moving so right along. That's so weird about Instagram. She, these weird Random <laughs> like, things. 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, well, oh, and this is Facebook. So then oh, she okay. tags me in a Bible post about how the devil's stalking us. And I was like, oh, thanks for warning me. Nobody had told me. Now I'll stop being <laughs> yeah. who I am. You know, like, oh, shit. She's an in-the-box person. You know, like, right. that's just... And I would have hesitated to ever say that before if I hadn't lived it because I was very tolerant of it. And now, quite honestly, I'm not. I I don't think tolerance is my is the key that I play in. But now you can I, understand why people who are in it exactly think the way they think. So we're we're moving from tolerance to like actual understanding and authentic like, hey, I get it. Instead right. of tolerance, where we go, oh no, we'll let your dad make you live that way forever, and then right. when you're a 50 year old woman. We'll buy you a self-help book and try and get this straightened out. <laughs> and, and just you know, as long like, as you keep your mouth shut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. And by then we'll have Prozac. It'll be fine. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I'm not a medicate your way through it person. You know, like I'm, I don't like, you know, like my people get so mad at me because painkillers I'll take if it's like really painful. I'm not a fucking psycho, but like, you know, like if it's like a headache or something, I'll be like, no, I want to feel it because I need to know when it goes away, blah, blah, blah. Right. You That's know, weird. It's, I've been it's... doing that same thing lately, too. I haven't been taking, like... I just don't. Yeah. It's not like I'm, like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I wasn't making a big stand out of it, I don't think. But, like, I usually do. I might have. But, <laughs> yeah. but I was really just, you know, like, it just wasn't something that I... The pain didn't bother me. It was more just a tool is kind of the shift. Right. And when you are in a state where you're thinking that any pain is a sign of discontent in your spirit or God's discontent with you or, you know, anything like that, it's a hell of a fucking box to live in. And so I have a really different view of all of that and where I would be tolerant before and go, oh, no, that's right. You know, you should definitely do that. Now, you know, I, I feel ballsy enough to say, well, why do you believe that? And I had the information to go, well, you know, this is what I found out that changed it for me. Yeah, it's not just opinion anymore. No, exactly. And, and it's not, you know, like, you know, I, I, the big cause that changed it for me, quite honestly, and um, I hope to work with them someday. This is one of those things I'm putting out there in the universe. I have not. They're an organization that's Dutch, so communications is going to be a little hard. But it's called Child Safe Africa. And what they do is they go, um, the only group I know of that goes around Africa and saves the babies that are left out that are accused of witchcraft. Oh. So in Africa currently, there are over 100,000 children um, just in southern Africa that have been left out to starve right now because of witchcraft. So what happens is if a family has bad luck, uh, they're going off the Bibles that were left there by people who came through you know, years ago. Right. And so they combined that with some of their indigenous beliefs. And then a lot of South Africa is also Abrahamic. So it became this big thing where you accuse kids of witchcraft and then you leave them out in the streets and nobody feeds them because if you feed them, you're encouraging demons. Oh, that's crazy. So they starve to death. And there's 25,000 children alone in the Congo, just in the Congo, 25,000 children. So I heard this and I went, oh, my God, I gave Joyce Myers money. And she's going down there and spreading Bibles. And they're going to leave more babies out. Yeah. And I like, I was like, I can't, I can't be tolerant anymore. Like, this is not something to be tolerant about. Yeah. Cause now like, you're, I, now what you, it's almost like you are now part of it. You've, yeah. you, you've put yourself to it. 
Yeah, and I felt yeah. like I was like, I nobody, I've never heard. I'm a 33 year old adult. Have you ever heard anybody talk about that? No, never. This is a hundreds of thousands of children. I've never heard anything. No, that's crazy. And like you know, you see the starving baby pictures, but they never say that. And then I was thinking back, okay, well, where did I see those pictures? Oh, they're all from Christian foundations. Mm -hmm. Well, exactly. no wonder there's. Where are they finding all these starving children? <laughs> ah. <laughs> so that you know, it's like that. And so when I when I started the firekeeping stuff, and I had to be honest about this stuff, I realized how much it took to say that, even after the short time I was involved. I wasn't a pastor that was bringing people in. I wasn't a, you know, any of these things. And I realized how much of a shift it's going to take for right. people to abandon this shit because they are so invested yeah. and they don't want to go to hell. And three steps removed from the actual shit going on. Exactly. And, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. There's a huge, you know, there's a lot of very like famous persuasive pastors right now. And they're, you know, very, they're not really practicing what's in the book they're selling but they're you know they're they're doing their their thing and they're spreading that farther and farther and with women's rights right now it's it worries me it's fucking scary yeah i i'm only 100 years out from being able to be killed for this right in my own country it's, yeah it's crazy <laughs> like, when you think not about it it's not far. not yeah. at all no and like you know we have we have a pope who as loving as he seems he said pregnant women can't consent to marriage in all of Argentina. Okay, so when he was in Argentina, he said, anybody, any women who are pregnant can't get married because they can't consent while pregnant. Well, what message does that say? Like, send everybody. Right. Like, that's a horrifying thing to say. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and it didn't say, he didn't say anything about the men, you know, and I, and I never make that argument because I just heard it so many times and it kind of has that, like, you know, you don't even hear it. Well, they didn't say anything about the men. Yeah. You know, yeah. And the brain just goes, well, men have to do, you know, blah, blah. It's yeah, like well, well because well because men have been conditioned to turn off oh, yeah. when you hear that. Oh, exactly. <laughs> you know? Well, because what are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Go get beat up for doing something <laughs> contrary? Yeah. Like you guys are in a tighter box than we are almost, you know? Like you can't there's not a lot of wiggle room for guys. Right. Like you have to be on a straight and narrow or get your ass kicked. Mm -hmm. And that's changed a lot in our little microclimate. Yeah. <laughs> but, Just... you know, we're both in California. We're like, what? People still do that? Yeah. <laughs> We've been gay and proud everywhere. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, well, and that was the big thing with the Catholic thing. I didn't know people still, like, got upset about tarot. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't there's know. people that are still mad about that? Yeah. I, I, uh, I, it just seems weird to me because, like, <laughs> yes. I mean, I wasn't really ever into it young when I was younger. I mean, we played Dungeons and Dragons and stuff, and like, and our parents would oh, all yeah. freak out about that. <laughs> but, but like, you're summoning dragons, son. But, but it, yeah, I know, and, and that's that's evil. It's like you don't even know. It's just fun. And, and uh, you believe in demons? Is that really the part of our society you think they're going to come out of? The <laughs> yeah, I know. Game in the basement the, the with dorks. all the boys who haven't kissed anybody yet. Like, <laughs> sorry, not to stereotype. Not to stereotype. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know that's a stereotype. I think that's just the way it is. I think it's just a description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, I know, but, I even, that's such a good description that I was, like, telling my son, I was like, do you want to play Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> I feel like that would keep you occupied. Yeah, that would keep you, that would keep you away from girls. Sorry, go ahead. No, no but, so I just think it's, I just, you know, I was talking to someone once, like, oh, yeah, I left my, my cards out. My fam, my mom freaked out. 
You know, this was an adult. Oh, like yeah. my, my mom came over and I had left my accidentally left my car done. And I'm like, I was like, what are you talking about? But I should, <laughs> I shouldn't freak out about it because uh, I don't want to get it. <laughs> Never mind. But yeah. I just think of, I just think of my mom and she freaks out about my coffee maker. So. But well, she, coffee makers are. But she's a but she's a oh. Mormon. <laughs> so that's, oh, so the coffee makers. But, so, are but but I don't think she would. I don't think she would even know what a tarot card was if she saw it. So See, there's so and like, that's the thing we don't realize. You know, like how many people are like, and I'm not. You know, like tarot is not the only form of divina- divination that I feel this way about. But it gets so focused on because it's so readily available, and it's it's so in depth. Like I don't know another form of divination. Like you know, I can do scrying, and I've you know done a bunch of different things, but. Tarot is kind of what I keep returning to because it's just so like, there it is. Like you can argue all you want, but that's what that card means. Right. Yeah. It's it's and, basically just like the you could take the whole psych psychology profession. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just all you need is a deck of cards. Yeah. You don't need and therapy. Now I'm recommending them. Yeah. I had a therapist. I okay. So there is a therapist who was working with a student of mine, and her family was very anti-tarot, and her therapist recommended it. And I went, ha ha. And it's because of that insight. Right. It's because, it's you know. Weird. Like, it's weird. It's weird that a therapist private. just would recommend it because it kind of, it seems like it would be counterintuitive to well, healing yourself. Think... <laughs> you know, it's kind of, so you stop coming to therapy when you start healing yourself, when you start using Maybe she was overbooked. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. She's like, just take these and go home. Because I almost <laughs> think that's kind of what the dark stigma about him is because there's not. I don't really feel like a a, a power from the cards. No. They, I look at them more as just a like a writing prompt for the channel coming through, you know. And it's it's instigators, right? And it's and, and the the way they're laid out is so complex and perfect that you can you can take any card and say, okay, well, what are it's going on in your life right now that you can associate with that card? And once we figure that out, we can figure out everything from there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's, people see stuff like three-card reading, and they're like, three-card reading. I'm like, hold on, let me just shake up your world a little bit. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> did you know you still had this issue? <laughs> How did you know? And, and, you know, that was, that's honestly, and I, I have a feeling you had this gift too, um, is, you know, growing up sensitive is that when you're, uh, you take the cool kid route of not belonging, you know, that like, you, you decide you're on the outside kind of a thing. Yeah. And whether whether you let other people take the brunt of that decision or not, you know, you decide not to participate in some manner. Always on but, the fringes. Yeah, yeah. And it's just kind of comfortable there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's where you meet the most interesting the, people. The because they've been out class. there a long time. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, you kind of move through this, like, these different groups out there. You know, when you're, when you're an outsider, you don't have to have one group like the people that are inside do. You right. don't have to have exactly. one group one type of friends you don't you know you don't get older and go oh well i've never met somebody that does this you're like oh no i knew all the homeless guys outside the store because i was out there every day and that guy's earl and oh my god he died you know like it's a very different group and you or a very different lifestyle and so it's kind of this fluidity that um the okay so the fire this is where i'm going with this i have a point (laughs) i swear so the fire keeper started as a visualizing journeying through those own aspects of myself. So like that, like those own kind of those different groups that I had inside me, because one thing that was said to me that really rang true is that I didn't, I I wasn't having one identity. I was 
it's almost, I, I hate to use the word people pleasing because it, it gets used differently and people really guilt themselves and shame themselves for this. But there's some people that are just able to be the channel for what people need. And when you're a tarot reader, you're the, able to be the channel for what people need. Exactly. You are attracting the people. And that's not even really even the right word. You know, you're lining up your whatever with the people that need you. You're and, and it's always a part of yourself. Like we said earlier, it's right. always a part of yourself. Every single one. So I was going to these different fires, this kind of meditation thing, and this will all be in the fire caving ebook. I just found out saying that right now. <laughs> and so, you know, I was going to all these different fires, and it was like, um, if you've ever been with a bunch of people doing drugs on the beach, <laughs> and there's like that campfire, and there's people that walk up to the campfire and walk out, or you're at a festival, or you're at a concert, something where it's a camping situation where people are fluidly moving. Firekeeping is allowing that to a degree in your life that is... Um, like allowing each of those aspects in yourself and moving beyond this idea that you're people pleasing by doing it because the minute you start thinking that you start applying that guilt and shame because that that saying automatically has it and I love interacting people I love telling them what it is you know I need to hear basically you know because they're me so telling them what I need to hear or you know those things and I have gotten a lot of stuff, you know, just like my sleeping schedule is different than other people. You know, you get guilt about these weird things that other people have labels for and they've been told not to be. But what we're finding is that we're all going to be these individual key pieces. And the more we start working on this authenticity part, and the more we have people sitting around with these fires that are willing to listen to you, because when you ramble, that's when you find out your shit. That's why Periscope is magic. That's why everybody goes, I don't know what happened with my business. I started scoping and blah, blah, blah. I went in your scope. You had 12 people. It right. wasn't scoping that, you know, blew up your business. There's 12 people in there you never saw again. Right. Like what blew up your business is you had somewhere to talk to yourself. And so that's essentially what we're doing. And that's essentially what the Fae have been doing this whole time is that they're honest with themselves. So they're now teaching that skill of like, I'm not a trickster. I just do this thing and it serves this purpose. And you can't find that out if you go, no, tricksters are bad, tricksters are bad, tricksters are bad. And I've already labeled you. And I don't remember how we started on this topic, but apparently that's right. <laughs> but but would, so would you describe? So would you? Is this is this a correct? Is this correct? Uh, now, a correct analogy as a like a fire keeper. So you keep the fire so that the uh, the uh, and the, and then the other people at the party are kind of coming and you're chatting yeah. with them and then they're going and then they're coming yes. with you and then they're it's yeah so it's and then everybody's kind of has to be the stationary planet. Or even in yourself, you've got to have that yeah. that core fire, and then it's all energetic. The other yeah, parts so of yourself not, pass through. You can be anywhere physically and be a still, you know, being a still, you know, drop into that place. And I've been accused of being a rock person um, because I have the thing with time. You know, people all have their subcategories of what we all fall in. You know, and so it's it's this. I have this very. Uh, people identify it with Taurus too. It's where I don't really identify with time and I will sit here as long as I fucking want, you know, kind of a thing. And so for me, you know, I may not travel as much, but I know from when I was traveling a lot, I used to travel a lot for work. I can be in a conference room and be a firekeeper. I can be the person in that room that this cop goes, you know, I've never met anybody with a tattoo there and have that conversation. And be that kind of safe person to ask questions to, because we don't have a place that really allows that right now. Right. You know, the internet has opened up the idea of it, and we think we like it, but it feels too dangerous. Mm -hmm. You know, being real vulnerable on there gets too far. And so this, the firekeeping is really just a way of allowing yourself to hear things without being biased, and that's the gift to you, because you're hearing 
yourself. You know, you're hearing this reflection back to you and you're going, oh, I just heard truth in what you said. Right. Fuck. You know, like, <laughs> and that's, and that's okay to feel that way too. You know, it's, it's, a, and it's okay to be sad about it afterwards and it's okay to, you know, and you never know who will show up at the fire. And, right. and I thought it was so funny when I came back to Instagram and I, you know, come back to your account and I go, oh my God, they're doing fires. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're fucking kidding me we're all doing goddamn fires yeah we're all doing it. i didn't even that didn't even occur i didn't even dawn on me until just now <laughs> yeah everybody's doing goddamn fires yeah. and what's interesting this whole like all summer um you know the sun's been crazy i don't know if you follow any of the space weather stuff but the solar energy has just been really really crazy the the aurora borealis is really intense right now and there's all this sun energy and sun is a heavy energy. Light is a particle like this isn't empty. This is something we can measure a weight of, right. you know. So right. when this fills our earth, when it's and it's winds of this speed and then we start hearing things, you know, NASA was like, oh, we're taking a satellite down because of extraterrestrials. You know, they announced that that was like every it's a could we wait a year, guys? It's a vote, <laughs> you know, like really more fuel on this fire. All right, we're going to talk about this, too. Or let's talk about aliens. We're talking to everybody around the fire. Fucking talking about aliens. Talk about whatever. <laughs> yeah. that's, but there's got to be a lot of fires, because there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. Well, and so. that's the thing. And, and what we're also realizing is the part of fire that we neglected as a population is that when we don't have fires, like we don't have forest fires, people always talk about it burns out the brush. It also makes rain. Right. You know, after 4th of July, the 5th of July, it's always very overcast. You know, it's because all that gunpowder, all that fire, it makes all the water molecules go up and out, and we recycle that all. So we stopped all these fires, and now we have all this trapped water, all this stagnation, all this frustration. We're going to have to burn the bitch down. You yeah. Know? Energetically. Energetically. Don't Daily. Down. Daily. <laughs> and have fun with it. Fire is fun. If we start to trust fire, that's the one thing. That was a big epiphany. And this, this came, I work a lot with, with Archangel Raziel, and uh, he pointed this out was... Uh, that controlling fire is the only thing we haven't found another species that does it. Building fires. We right. don't have another species no. on Earth that does that. We can talk about communication or feelings. We thought emotions were unique, but they're not, you know, all this stuff. But, I mean, building and controlling fire. I Even use of do. tools. Yeah. Fire. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, and they, you know, then they said rape. Oh, only humans rape. And then I was like, oh, only humans and bonobos. Okay, only humans, bonobos, and dolphins. Yeah, okay, dolphins. only humans, bonobos. <laughs> okay, everything that has sex. Yeah. <laughs> like, we found beetle rape, you know, like. Right. So we, you, humans are obsessed with trying to find out how they're unique. Yeah. And just like Dorothy, we're clicking our heels and realizing we already are. Can you flick a lighter? Nothing else can do that. No. You know, well, I, I probably a monkey can do that. I don't think any of your people would write in and say that, but write in. <laughs> what is this? This is the 1950. I'm on yeah, the Johnny Carson. You're going to write in. I'm just waiting for the letters <laughs> from this for this episode. <laughs> All that fan mail. <laughs> just the bags and bags of it. I remember watching a special about the 90210 stars and then like bringing in the bags of their fan mail. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That like that that's what stuck with me. All those yeah, years of education. All those years, and, I'll, <laughs> and you'll, it'll probably never happen. There will never be another bag of fan mail like that I'm because just it's all emails. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Now it's like you get an email and you're like, oh fuck. It's like quit emailing me stuff. Like nine times out of ten, it's good, right? But like, there's always that like minute where you see somebody's name, and you're like, 
All right, I remember you kind of from some account. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, what are you going to tell? Because I, well, and I'm in that mind frame because I was going back and forth. And so I was beating myself up. So I'm just getting out of that, like, waiting for somebody to just rail me. You know, like, right. just waiting for somebody to just, like, be like, ta-da, you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? So what? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Okay. Okay, you're right. Sorry, sorry. and if somebody does it on Instagram, it's like, oh, block. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bye. All right. I like when they come on. I'm going to pretend I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh, okay, and I'll never see you again. <laughs> no, Periscope's my favorite because they come in and want to see your feet. And so I get to have the conversation of, you could see feet anywhere. Why do you want to see these feet? Huh. Let's talk about why you're coming on Periscope to talk about feet. And that always gets really interesting. Sometimes they'll stay. Sometimes they'll talk. Is there a lot of people that request feet? Uh, there was for a while. It was like the feet guys, like all over Periscope. Mm. And now they've moved on to stand up. But I think what's happening, because Facebook is global. Remember, we're one of the few societies men are allowed to talk to women. Very few. You know, where men right. are just allowed to talk to women. So these men are getting phones, and here we are. Oh, right. And there's women. <laughs> and, then, and it's not actual you know, talking. No, and it's not actual talking, and they're learning the language and all this stuff. And so I never go off about how they're an asshole. I feel like that's feeding the problem. Um, the worst I'll do is be like, so you have mother issues, clearly. And, like, start diving in and reading things energetically. Yeah. Which is just as bitchy. But, <laughs> but it's my brand of bitchy. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, You're in, you know, in control. But, you know, you light a fire, you never know who's going to show up. Exactly. What can you do? And so it's it's an adjustment when you're, you know, you're growing to be comfortable with yourself. You have to grow to be comfortable with other people. And so I found that some really weird people are going to come out and you have to just kind of roll with it and realize you get to set the tone. And that's that being that rock. And that's my focus on the Obsidian and the Carnelian, which I'm going to start releasing more of that stuff, too, because I'm starting to do rock reading, you know, because I wasn't doing enough. I, I know. <laughs> what else? I what have, else can you do? I had like eight minutes the other day where I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I've sat here for eight minutes and did nothing. <laughs> it was so boring. <laughs> but there's just so much we can do. It's really like if you're doing stuff that you love, yeah. you know, don't stop yourself. Why just not? Because it's like. Why not? I've had people say, oh, I could do that, but, you know, I'll get tired. I'll get this. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You won't get tired. How long were you at that concert for? You yeah. didn't get tired. You can yeah. do this. It'll do be it. fine. It's typing. Motherfuckers, it's, it's typing. just typing, and That's I guarantee right. you can find a blog where somebody already did it for you, and we'll like walk you through it step by step. <laughs> everything, everything. You don't even have to learn how to do anything on your own. Never. There's, <laughs> there's. You don't ever have. To, I don't like school's going to be obsolete because oh, everybody, yeah, everybody posts everything they do from beginning to end <laughs> of everything that's ever done. So it's like you. It's, it's, you see the process like, of everything happening always. To be a teacher right now would be because you're still in that paradigm of they're not supposed to like like they're slowly switching to being able to argue quote unquote you know like have an opinion right but to be a teacher right now would be so hard because you're balancing that paradigm with this new kind of oh i'm just a director of your journey here right kind of we're all just everybody's cruise guide oh and imagine <laughs> if imagine the internet back when we were in in high school to like it, it, it would because like the teachers are trying to teach this curriculum Oh, that, yeah, and, crap. And, and it's like all the truth is at yeah. every student's fingertips. Oh, my gosh. So I worked in a middle school and these four, they have to like basically say, just bring in whatever information you find. Like it can't because you can't 
I think that's a big part of the Common Core, too, not having as many, like, history textbooks, is because we're finding stuff about history. Our teachers didn't know they were lying. Right. You know, it's not like they all sat, got together and went, what should we lie about today? They were fed the lie when they were kids, and mm-hmm. they think they have a pretty good truth now because it's a little bit better than their lie. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's all that kind of downhill slide to where you go, wait a second. But it's actually, it's progressive. I think it's gotten better. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably better some places and worse others. Yeah. Just like fucking anything. Uh, of course. It's just where you live. It's like the luck of the draw. Public <laughs> education, anyway. It's all you, anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's well, right. That's Make it really what you want. That's what off. when my kids are bored in school, I say, hey, why are you bored in school? Like, this is where you should be learning, like, how to play the game. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Forget about forget about the information you learn. I want you to learn how to get A's. You know. You learn how to kiss ass and graduate, even if you don't go to class. Yeah, that's that's what, what you learn. Have fun. How how to get the certificate anyways? Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's what I learned. Yeah, exactly. And here we are anyway. And here we are. And and here and here I am, a, a, a tarot reader on the side of a hill. So maybe they shouldn't listen to me. Lighting fires. Lighting fires. Lighting fires. All right. So how do we, what's the best way to experience you outside of this podcast? Instagram, Periscope, I'm most active. Yeah. So I'm most active. Instagram, it's probably right. I don't see stuff first because purely out of habit at this point. I just like, if I'm going to, if you want to read my poetry, go to Instagram, follow Talitha Ponya. And then in my link is my bio. Um, in my link is my bio. <laughs> I'm, I'm good toxie. And so you can, you can just click there and it's all linked. I mean, you can't, you can Google my name and find me in 18 different places. Like okay. you said, I am everywhere at this point and I'm the only Talitha Aponia. And if you need so. Dorian virtue cards, that's where you. Yes, please. Or courses. Or courses or you have, and then you have readings. Do I do have readings, so I sell, um, I do have an Etsy shop still. Um, I'm on Etsy as Talitha Aponia, one word, is my shop name. Um, you can find that through the button on my website page as well. It says Psychic Readings on Etsy. Psychic's also a word I'm using now confidently. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, Good, you um, should. It's about fucking time. <laughs> right? No, I only started reading tarot at six. I'm not ready yet. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so I, I do readings. I also do, uh, and my readings are stream of consciousness. Um, I don't do a lot of literal card meeting, although I do get into that a little bit. But I do um, a lot more intuitive angel fairy reading than anything else. Um, and I will bust into your chakras uh, like a wrecking ball, and I love doing it. And then I also re- do distance Reiki sessions Reiki. overnight while you sleep. Ooh. <laughs> yes. It sounds that? creepy, doesn't it? It's yeah, like a little, thing, a we little bit. A little bit. We were just a saying how bit. creepy it was. I was like, this works. You know, like, you know when you do something enough times and you're like, holy fuck, like, I can't say anything else anymore. All I can say is that this works. Like, okay. I can skirt around I reasons. believe you. I believe you. It's just the wildest damn lifestyle to have. <laughs> it, well, you know, <laughs> I'm just, it, you found know. a lifestyle that works for you, and I'm happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank for that, you. finally. <laughs> and then also Periscope, Talitha Aponia. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's totally the pony on everything. But it's all you, it's all go to Instagram. It's all I'll tell you on Instagram when I'm doing everything where um, I do pop on Periscope randomly. Most people don't have their notifications on though, but please if you're on there come follow me. I'd love to have you. 
Um, I love doing readings on there. I did an eight-hour reading session on there uh, oh, wow. not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. Jeez. I just kind of do them as they happen. So. But you're hardcore. <laughs> I don't know how to do it either. <laughs> when my rambling days are over and my gambling days are through. When my rambling days are over and my gambling days are through. If you tell me that you love me, I'll be coming back to you.